Hello everyone, it's Saturday, September 2nd. Two days until my birthday! Welcome to Pop Goes the Girls, where we, two sisters born a decade apart, take a foray through our respective journeys through pop culture. I'm Daisy Kosh. And I'm Chelsea Davidson. And I'm Chelsea Davidson. This episode is not sponsored by Christie's Nutter Butters, a delight all around, and I do recall many a playground mention of these delights. But alas, we are not sponsored by Nutter Butters, despite the fact that we will be eating that. Well, I will. I'm not sure about you, because I, I don't like Nutter Butters. You don't have much of a chance with the way I'm eating them, but I will be eating them the entire episode. <laughs> and it's that time of the year. We all can hear it. Those bells. It's back to school week. So get your pencils and EpiPens out. Because of the Nutter Butters. Now is the perfect time to tell you all that we spoil things during our podcast. So leave now or forever prepare for pop culture spoilers. Each week, we talk about pop culture artifacts that shaped us and why they're memorable. And this week, we'll, we'll talk about a back-to-school yeah, pop they're... culture artifact. Yes. Makes sense. Uh, we also have a fan theory fight club where we argue the merits or detriments of some of the fan theories surrounding interpreting different pop culture items. And lastly, we will play a quick round of Twist the Sister, quick in quotation marks, where one of us loves something that the other hates or does never partook in. And we'll open it up to a poll for you, our lovely listeners, to decide which sister is right. And it's fine to always pick me. Or Chelsea. We're not gonna hate. We don't judge. Except, or discriminate. Except Daisy does. <laughs> Alright, so... Sure. Let's start off strong. Yes. Um, our pop culture artifact for this week is Never Been Kissed. Ooh, the buckets are rocking, don't they come in and knock it, yeah! You know, I'd like to tell you that we all grow out of it. It's a lie. Some of us will always be rattling cages. Why do you do that? I don't know. You know what's scary is that when you get older, it's just, it just gets more confusing. I mean, you know Laura, my girlfriend you met at the club? We've been going out for five years, and now she wants me to move to New York. And, you know, I mean, I should, I should do it. You know, make the commitment and grow up. I know we have our differences. You know what, I sh shouldn't be talking about this stuff with you, I'm sorry. It's nice to have someone to talk to. <laughs> yeah, same here. Well, all I can tell you is that when you're my age, guys will be lined up around the block for you. say that because you're my teacher. Actually, I shouldn't say that because I'm your teacher. I love Never Been Kissed. You should start then. <laughs> Alright. I love Never Been Kissed. I think it's so good. I think it... Maybe I relate differently because I've what? <laughs> You're just making... All I heard was that you, you relate can, differently when it came to the cannot, movie, and I was like... You cannot just make wild <laughs> facial expressions. No one knows what's going on. I'm seeing it, but I feel heavily judged for liking this movie for some reason. Well, I guess my face is portrayed by internal <laughs> thoughts, then, because the way you saying you're relating is worrying me a little bit. I relate to this movie because a couple of things. Not because of the high school bullying, necessarily, but I think a lot of people would relate to this movie for that reason. That's a very much a recurring theme with our three films, by the way, is bullying. Yeah. 
Yes. Bullying comes up. It's a motif. Yeah, it is a motif. Back to school and bullying. They go yes. hand in hand, unfortunately. They do. Don't they? Um, no, because she's coming at it from a perspective of a, a journalistic. A grown-up? No, no, no. A journalistic perspective. Never Been Kissed is, is all about the journalism aspect. She wants to, she's going back to school because she's trying to write her first story. She doesn't want to be an editor anymore, even though she's good at being an editor. Isn't she, she wants, sent in to do the story, though, because she's baby-faced? Because she of. looks young? Like, it, it's not like she asked And, and nobody fully believes in her t to do this as well. They don't, they see her as an editor because she is bookish, she is quiet. Yeah. She's meticulous. She's not the one that's going to go out and fight for a story. She's yeah. the one that She's not going to buy, grab, grab the, what is it? I can grab a bull's bowls. Grab life by the balls? What are you trying no, to say? No, no, she says, you got to grab the bull by the balls. She goes, I can grab bull's bowls. Yeah. I can't say it. I'm having a hell of a time saying it. <laughs> like a balls. It's like a tongue twister <laughs> for me. Anyway. Meanwhile, nutter I'm, butter came out easy as pie. Oh yeah, nutter butter. I mean, I say that word on the regular, so that's why <laughs> that might be why. So, Never Been Kissed is basically a Drew Barrymore flick. If you don't like Drew Barrymore, you're not going to like this movie. It I is all I, about her. I love Drew Barrymore, but this is not my favorite work of hers. Yeah. It, this kind of reminds me... There's so many movies we could have talked about this week. We could have talked about 21 Jump Street. It reminds me of like a very clean version of 21 Jump Street in that they're trying to take what they knew of high school and take that with them and apply it, and it's just falling absolutely flat because... They have Things to learn. To be, they have to learn to be true to themselves, not true to how their cliques used to be yeah. when they were there. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Anyway, so Never Been Kissed is a story, in essence, about a girl who goes back to high school. She's trying to write a you know scathing expose of something, something. The not not whole, sure what. They sent her the assignment because they want her. High school. They want her to find out what kids are doing, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, so that parents can get a better idea of what's going on with their kids. That's the whole idea. Yeah. Um, behind it, which just feels really intrusive. But she ends to up me. falling in love. Yeah. With her teacher, Michael Varton, who, you know what, Michael Varton is a nice little piece. He was a nice little piece, <laughs> but the problem is he's not a nice little piece when he's falling in love with what he thinks is a high school. It's a little complicated it, there. It's the yeah. clueless. It's the clueless of gray so, areas. There's a little ick. There's a little ick in there. Yeah. But it depends on on how... Up there with stepbrothers and steps... Like, step-siblings in general falling in love is... What movie are you talking about? Clueless. Oh, they're not step siblings. No, anymore. I said I said up there with them falling in love okay. is teacher falling for student who's really twenty five year old reporter. Yeah, that it's it's yeah, but he doesn't uh, know that she's a twenty five year old reporter. Yeah, but he should be really torn up. Like he he, yeah. I know that he acts a little weirded out by the fact that he's falling in love with. He a student, doesn't do he anything be un way more. He doesn't out. do anything untoward. I'm gonna point that out. Yeah, but but he it's weird. Yeah, she she very much endangers his career with, yeah. with everything she does. I'm just I, that is very true. I never really thought like about that. Like she gets like yeah. the top score in his class, and like, ugh, it's weird. Well, that's because she knows it inside yeah. and out. She's yeah, but it's weird. <laughs> I just it, it, there's ick the, the ick. It's just, too ick. The for ick you. the ick feels like someone it. running their nails down my back. Like it's I a little love weird. It. I just pre um, I just pretend. Uh, yeah, for me, I really like never been kissed. I didn't like love. You do it. like it? I don't love it. I just, I like it. Face value, it's okay. 
I'm slightly grossed out that the teacher would fall for a student, even if the student is a 25-year-old undercover from the Chicago Sun-Times. Yeah. Um, that being said, I do love Drew Barrymore. That woman speaks to my soul. Um, once again, the recurring high school theme of bullying comes into play here, with the fact that she was bullied in high school. Oh my god, yeah. Josie that, Grossy. Yes. And that comes into play when she comes back. She wants to do a better job blending in, and it's just, it's not working. And she, she's, she looks like she's going to get bullied again, second time around. And she initially goes one way, but then she has to try and be popular. And then when the popular kids are going to do something nasty against someone that she knows is a good person, she stands up and she's true to herself. Um, that... Do you remember Lily Sobieski? Lily Sobieski plays her I, one friend. She doesn't... Yeah. She, she's just her friend because doesn't she's Doesn't she have friend. a bit of a weird name in it? Like, Eris or something? Oh, yeah. She has a really like odd that. name. Um, uh, I also think that it's really ballsy. This is a completely unrelated note. At the end of the movie, she does an article about the whole experience where she admits to never being kissed in a news article that's going to be read by, like, millions of people, ideally, right? I think that's ballsy as hell. To turn around and be like, you know, throughout this whole experience, I felt this way, but also, dot, 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 never been kissed before at the age of 25. Like, you don't announce that <laughs> to loads of people. You don't do that. I'm trying to find her You name. barely tell Probably. friends that. You don't tell the world. But yeah. I, I, I like it. I think it's it's not her best work. David Arquette is cute as a button, as always. Yeah. David Arquette is another John Cusack. He just plays himself in different variations. I forgot he was in that. I, he's her brother! Who was really cool. Yeah. 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 He is really good in that, and... He's, yeah. he's, he's initially very supportive. Jessica There's a little Alba bit that comes role. up. James Franco, James Franco's in the movie as well. Yeah. Isn't very Jessica frankly. Alba the, like, queen bitch? Kind of. Yeah. One of the queen bitches, yes. Yeah. Aldis is Lila Sobieski's name. Yeah, That's it's what a I really mean. weird name. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it's, it's a perfectly fine movie. It's not her best thing, and it's not the most romantic uh, movie either. But it does very it's much fun. have it does very much have that back to school energy. Does have that motif of bullying as we mentioned. Yes. Um, they, and it feels they, they very authentic. It, it feels authentic to the high school experience, even though she's no longer in high school. By the way, Lila Sobieski was fifteen. I, I'm really stuck on Lila Sobieski for some reason, because <laughs> she hasn't been in anything. She retired from acting, but I really liked her. She's she was fifteen. When she was filming, I'm Edward having a problem Fist. remembering what she looked like. Oh, here, in I'll, it. I'll pull up a photo for you. Um, but yeah, that yeah, that's how I feel about Never Been Kissed. This this lady right here. Yes, I remember her now. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She reminds me a bit of like a she's Sophie Turner. She was in Eyes Wide Shut, apparently. Deep Impact, Joyride, Here on Earth, The Glass House. Glass okay. House was a great movie. Okay. Focus. Yeah, sorry, no more Lila Sobieski research. Okay. I will um, focus. but yeah. Never Been Kissed is good, has that back-to-school energy, uh, even yeah. though, even though, um, gee, no, she shouldn't be in school anymore. They also feature a schoolhouse rock. Every, every movie, uh, there's a soft spot for me for any movie that uses schoolhouse rock in its soundtrack. Conjunction, <laughs> Junction, what's your function? There, there is, <laughs> in, even in Legally Blonde 2, which is a questionable movie, in that movie, they have, I'm just a bill, yes, I'm only a bill, and I'm sitting here on Capitol. That is in that movie, and I remember that movie fondly 
just because of that. Ask me anything else about that movie, I couldn't tell you shit. So what we've what we've established is nostalgia and, and memory has a good Schoolhouse Rock is really profound way, is to me. I really love Schoolhouse Rock. Of gaining favor. Schoolhouse Rock also did what my my mom and I don't know if she ever did it to you, but she did it to me. She probably wouldn't do it to you because it wouldn't make sense. But okay. she always said three is a magic number. She used oh, to yeah. sing that to me because it was I had me, that on, mom, you know, Do you remember my MP3 dad. player? My MP3 player back when MP3s were the new thing. Well, it probably wasn't a new thing. We were behind about 10 years. So <laughs> <laughs> it was about a 10-year-old thing when it was new for us. Oh, God. But mom spent, mom and dad went and they spent like 30 bucks on an MP3 player so I could have like 30 songs to listen to when I was on the playground. Yeah, I remember and that. And I remember I was the only one that had one, so I felt like the shit. Keep in mind, I was eight, so I really <laughs> did feel like the shit. Um, and I had stuff like, I had like Toxic, and I had, blind, what is it, Blind Melon? What the hell are they called? Three is a magic number. Yeah, Blind Melon does a, yeah. does a version of I, Three I had, is a magic number. I had that. Three, and, oh, it's magic yeah. number. I had yes. that. I had that. I had, um, uh, Kylie Minogue. Because clearly, clearly I hadn't put the music on here. You could tell Chelsea (laughs) had decided for me what my school mix was going to be. You know, get through math class with some Blind Melon. And Mm -hmm. then then when you see a guy that you like, put on some Kylie Minogue. That's what Chelsea was doing. She was trying to mentally screw me up through the soundtrack. No, you just picked from what I had. I had, like, this is the songs I had. Here's your selection. Choose your MP3s from that. And and that's what you did. Um... But yeah, we, we where did we, where, I don't know how did we get here? Oh, I said that I have a soft spot for any movie that has Schoolhouse Rock and then we in the up, soundtrack. We ended up with Blind Melon. Sorry. Okay. okay. So point is, I love Never Been Kissed. I I, I like, like Never Been Kissed. Movie to watch. It's an easy movie to watch. It is. There's there's no work. You can watch this movie and it just and like, I also appreciate over that they don't have like really juvenile comedy in it. There is some stuff that is a little more layered and witty. It's not just all, like, fart jokes and giggles. Don't they say it's Rufus as well? Like, somehow that catches on as, like, the, the it's mint or it's, like, yeah. on fleek, whatever yeah. the fucking kids say nowadays. That's Mint, <laughs> by the way, 70s, Chelsea. Before either of us Money. were born. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. All right, so the next movie that we're going to talk about, which is our, our film theory fight club. Fan theory fight club? That's it. Is Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. All I ever wanted was for people to think that we were better than we were in high school. And now we're just a stupid joke, just like we always were. No, Romy. Can I tell you the truth? I never knew that we weren't that great in high school. I mean, we always had so much fun together. I thought high school was a blast. And until you told me that our lives weren't good enough, I thought everything since high school was a blast. I think we should go back out there as ourselves and just have fun like we always do. The hell with everyone else. I don't think I can. Well, do you think you can stop being such a baby? God, I feel like I've been like chasing you all over this reunion. We have come all this way. Now we are going to enjoy ourselves whether you like it or not. So this one, for me, is definitely a cult classic. How do you feel about Romeo and Michelle? I haven't seen it since you made me watch it, like, <laughs> ten years ago. The theme of this podcast. Well, a lot of stuff, when mm. you were watching it for the first time, you'd make me watch it. So I ended up seeing stuff earlier than you, but, like, it still yeah. works. 
um, like, earlier age-wise, but around the same time in reality. Um, but, uh, when I watched it, it was, like, ten years ago. I haven't really watched it since because I haven't had access. Um, don't turn around and talk about the library being nearby. <laughs> I will hit you. Um, so, I really liked it. I'm a sucker for Alan Cumming, just in general, because of the fact that he was, uh, floop in Spy Kids. Yeah. I love him so much in that, so whenever he's in anything, I'm down for whatever he's gonna do. I don't care if he's a villain, I don't care if he's a good guy, I don't care if he's- what was that psych show he was in for like 10 years or some shit? I eat it all up. Whatever he does- Psych show? Yeah, he was in something where he was like a psychologist or something, and now he's in The Good Wife, or I don't know. All sorts of shit he's been in. Love him, whatever he does, power to him, love that guy. Um, so- Who are you talking about? Alan Cumming. Oh, right. That is Alan Cumming. Okay, so, I'm sorry. Go You're on. having a moment. I am. I'm having a moment. For some reason, I I remembered Alan Cumming's role with a different actor in it. <laughs> is it Alan Cummings or Alan Cumming? I thought his name was Alan Cumming. I think it's Alan Cumming. He's but made we jokes always about his say Cummings, don't we? Uh, we like you go it's to Alan say, Cumming. Yeah. Yeah. It and is Cumming, but a lot of people say Cumming. He has made many a joke. He's a great Scottish actor. He's I made love many him. a joke about his last name as well, like inappropriate jokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's right there. Yeah. Literally, it's right there. Do you know that he's married to the same person twice? I don't care about that. I oh care about gosh, him being I amazing. Just, I just learned something new. Oh, God. He was married. Other than his name? Yes. He was married to a graphic artist twice. That Why did they split up is my question. She did a bad drawing of him. He, he. He did, did a bad, bad drawing, drawing of him. <laughs> well, you didn't specify. Okay, sorry. I, sometimes I get, I fall down the rabbit hole of research. Anyway. Continue with your thoughts. Uh, I found that Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion was so cute. Alan coming in it, bonus points, because love that guy. And also, he plays a guy called Sandy in it, and he loves Michelle. So Sandy hurt Michelle forever. I love that. Um, I, and you said I love that journey for them. I'm having a problem. <laughs> um... I also like that you also have a bit of a fun revenge, not a revenge fantasy, but a bit of revenge that's, like, justice being served when they actually go to the high school reunion. I'm not going to specify, because there's, like, a dream sequence within it. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, they were bullied, but, you I know, it doesn't change, they don't change the who they are, and they get their happy endings at the end of the day. That being said, they do try to pretend to be a little different than who they are. They try to, like, get jobs and pretend to be more successful and avoid being bullied. Like, they turn around and say, oh, I, inv I invented the post-it note, and they borrow a fancy car from a co-worker. They design their outfits. Um, and, of course, okay, quick the update. classic dream sequence that's in it. Quick update, they were not married twice. They were They had a partnership until 2012 and then got officially married once that became legal. So, sorry. Continue. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Lisa Kudrow and Mira Savino, love them both in it. it. Isn't it based off of a play? No. Romeo and Michelle? The characters, aren't they from a play? No. Yeah, I think it's based off of a play. Are you going to learn some more stuff now, Charles? I, I'm doing some more research. Oh, I should never have mentioned it. Um, <sighs> but That can't be right. Yeah. Based on Ladies' Room by Robin Schiff. What is Ladies' Room? I think Ladies' Room's a play, isn't it? Ladies' Room by... Um, point is, I like that. I like that it is a story about being honest with yourself and with your friends and being true to yourself and how, you know, you can get what you want, 
by just being who you are and being authentic. Uh, and you can have a more happy life instead of trying to be with the popular kids, trying to be something that you're not. You're still researching. I, I am. Oh, God. Oh, Lisa Kudrow played a yes. valley girl. So Mira Servino was not in it. No, Lisa Kudrow was. But but I guess they're basing it on the valley girls that they had in the ladies' room because it, it's a play about people going into the ladies' room. So, okay. So, yes, it's based off of a play. Sort and of, also, what loosely. are your feelings on the movie? Oh, I love the movie. I, th I think it's a great movie. Um, it, it channels a lot of the reality because people are, most of the time, people are ordinary. Like, they, they just, they live their life, and that's it. And, they, you know, they work a job, and they come home, and that's it. Everybody has this wild expectation with high school reunions that they have to be spectacular. And Romeo and Michelle fall into that trap and decide, oh, well, we have to be, you know, they, they accidentally run into Janine Garofalo. Who's made a big success of herself, huge she? success of herself, but she's still kind of the same person she's, she always she's was. She's still bitchy. Like, like, it's one of the opening scenes sorry is... hold on how do you how do you say her name charles are we really going to yes, go down yes we are this? we're going to talk about this i mispronounced janine garofalo and really like doubled down for on years, it for doubled years down and called her jane ann for years because she goes that's how it's pronounced it's, it's jane, jane ann. ann it's, it's jane spelled ann. jane ann and mom and me said it's janine garofalo and you went i'm gonna pull it up and we said is this like garage 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 and you were like no it's jane ann it's jane ann and you pulled it up and you were so excited and you were ready to be like ha in so i made face. one mistake as a teenager and i have never been let down for it and yeah. one mistake as a teenager bullying that's the theme of this week right bullying memory you're lane bully. you're memory bullying lane. so as i was saying during one of those opening sequences janine garofalo um i'm so glad you learned how to has, say it. has a moment where they're talking about Alan Cumming, Alan Cumming, Cumming's character. Oh my God! There, there is an apostrophe s there. Alan Cumming's character, uh, and how he was very like obsessed with. She liked him, but he liked Michelle. Yeah, exactly. Michelle Lisa Kudrow's character. Janine Followed... likes Alan, but Alan likes Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Janine and she says to to her, "Didn't you have like a crush on him?" She said, "I did not have a crush on him." That we were deeply, deeply in love. Yeah. Like she, she takes it to the next level. <laughs> she doubles level. down. I, and honestly, watching this movie, I watched it initially, and I felt very much, very light and peppy, and felt like a Romy or a Michelle kind of person. Yeah. And got the movie from that perspective. Yeah. Because it's kind of silly. It's fun, but it's also there. There's more, more to it. It depends yeah. on how much you want to read into it. And I read a lot into it. <laughs> uh, Janine Garofalo, I thought was like really dark and kind of scary. But now, as an adult, I watch that movie and I am you like, I you am Janine Garofalo yeah. to the nth degree. Like I, I remember watching it and I didn't relate to Romy and Michelle. I was sitting there and I was, I was like, I'm Janine. Like, I don't. You've know. always been the dark one. I, though. I, like, yeah, I did. I related more to her. Like it's, it's like when she was in Now I'm and Then. Fluffy. When she was in Now and Then and she was doing like tarot shit, I was like, this woman's cool, and they're calling her a witch. Like, what's up with that? Like, I thought she was really cool. Um, but yeah, I feel yeah. like the same thing happened with Romy and Michelle. Yeah. Because I did. I thought she was really cool, even though she was clearly a bit bitchy. I did like her. Yeah. I like Romy and Michelle, too. I just didn't relate to them as much. All right. So I have a task to do. Let's, let's get to the point here. Romy and Michelle, really great. 
it's on Disney Plus. I highly recommend if you haven't seen it to watch it. Give it a chance because it is really good. There is it's a, just fun. There is actually a fan theory about the dream sequence being longer than than what we think it is. It's really all a dream. So, <laughs> so no, but a lot of it is. They said that there's only like 50 minutes or something that is not a dream sequence in the movie or a flashback. <laughs> Which I, I buy, but that's not the theory where I'm going to focus on. I'm going to actually go on a fan theory that ended up being confirmed. So the fan theory is that this movie takes place in the same universe as the Tarantino movies. <gasps> I love it. Yes. And I don't even care about the rest of it. I like there it. There is actually a, a confirmation through, I believe it was an Entertainment Weekly article. Oh, I was excited. I thought you were going to say Tarantino said it. I was so excited oh, yes. that Chelsea. Oh, yes. You led me I'm getting into something. There. I'm getting there. Romy Michelle's high school reunion may be I'm gonna quote directly, sorry. Romy Michelle High School Reunion may be a light bubbly comedy, but astute moviegoers are already eyeballing the influence of Gore Tur, Quentin Tarantino. In one scene, as Mira Sorvino and Lisa Kudrow gorge on junk food, a big kahuna bag purchased conspicuously on a couch. Later as the pair slide into a jaguar, a billboard for red apple cigarettes stands in the background. All of which, all of those, are products... Isn't that Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs? Exactly. They're products from early Tarantino projects like Pulp Fiction and many, many others. They, they've been throughout mm -hmm. most of his canon as a result. It's all a new movies. motif. Now, the reason why that is... Two reasons. Mira Servino was dating Quentin Tarantino during the filming of the movie, and so she advocated to use the props that he had from his movies... And the second reason is... is Promote my boyfriend! Yeah, the, the inclusion of the props was also because of um, the fact that it's hard sometimes to get props. Like, it, yeah, it, you, you're you getting sponsorship to, yeah. approval, product placement approval. Something so we've got none that. of, by the way. No sponsorship. We love some sponsorships. <laughs> not our butters! <laughs> or that, that ever-present night all. Not, oh my god. I would, yeah, I would Chelsea sacrifice Chelsea lives for the Chelsea Nutter lives Butters. for Mydol. I, I will take a Mydol sponsorship any day, but it, it, the next best thing to Mydol it would bring that, new meaning to Papa's girls. That situation, like, <laughs> when you're in that situation, if you can't have Mydol, there's always Nutter Butters. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what do you think of that theory, though? But oh, I thought you were going to dive into it. I was really excited no, for more. that's it. It's confirmed. That's it? It's been confirmed. Yeah. She Tarantino, just, she Miro, She could have done what I said. You know, promote my boyfriend. What, promote my boyfriend. That's the theory. That doesn't work. It's confirmed, but like, uh, let's, let's say that it's still a fan theory. How do you feel about it? I think that's shit. You didn't provide anything that backs it up. And you, they just happen to There's be in the same so universe. There's so much that you could do in it. Like... I, they happen to be in the same universe? I mean, oh, Death okay. Proof, he straight up, like, runs over a bitch, and then we've got What's-Her-Face flying over, getting what, hit by what the does limo. That what does that have to do? Lisa Kudrow gets hit by the limo and just goes flying. He doesn't have a skull in his car. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, 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 Kurt didn't hop out. I'm reaching for shit that doesn't actually exist. But oh, I was all excited. Yeah, so You're making me want to believe something that isn't true. Same universe. Okay, th that's all? I, I'm not making it ultraviolet. Okay, violent. fine. Fine, I'm it's in saying. the same universe, but we have no other real connection. Yeah. There you go. Ugh. That was a bit of a letdown. <laughs> I'm sorry, my theories are short and sweet. I was so excited. And you really let me down there, because I was like, Tarantino! You can you can keep building it. Watch the movie again. Build your own theory. I, I permit it. What do you mean you permit it? <laughs> that means I waste my time trying to find a connection while you're, you're sitting the one at home so eating Nutter Butters. <laughs> you're the one so heavily invested in it. Ugh. All right, so... Okay. Now I have to twist you, I believe. Yes, you do. Am I correct about that? Okay, so... 
Do you want me to say what I think is wrong with it, or do you want to convince me first? Um, you can oh, do whatever yeah. you want. Well, well, let's first introduce the movie. It is a classic. Classic, classic my Sandler. ass. A Sandler classic. No. Bill. Early Sandler. <laughs> Billy Madison. Loser. I ain't no loser. I was the king of this high school. Hundred friends, million parties. You guys are losers, not me. And that is what a prime number is. Yeah, I got fourth period. I'll shoot down and say hi to you guys. How's high school, Billy? Yeah, how's high school? Oh, high school is great. I mean, I'm learning a lot. And all the kids are treating me very nice. It's great. Gee, I can't wait till I go to high school. Don't you say that. Don't you ever say that. Stay here. Stay as long as you can. For the love of God, cherish it. And I think it's very important to acknowledge as well, Billy Madison is definitely a classic because Happy Madison, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison... Are when, Happy Madison? That's where it comes <laughs> from. You didn't know that? Happy Madison Productions is his, yeah. his production company. And isn't it his dad? You know, the golf and the smash, and it's his dad. Isn't oh, that I'm his dad? Sure. I think I'm it's not, his dad, I'm isn't not it? sure of that. Do you want me to do some more research? Do not research anything else. <laughs> if you are on your phone for any more time on here, I'm going to be really bad. I do a lot of research. You know that. Okay. Yeah. So, here's here's the, the deal, Leo. I like Billy Madison. I think it has a very solid storyline, but you do have to look past some of the Adam Sandlerisms. If you're not into his whole, like... Stick. kind of like level of, of, of comedy like shut up and all of that then you might not necessarily be in love with this movie but the storyline is very solid very interesting and it's kind of a fun watch like just let go don't be such a, a weenie and just get into it stop trying to find symbolism just enjoy the poop jokes and, uh, yeah. Okay, so tell me what's wrong with it, and then I'll get into it a little um, deeper. I really liked uh, Adam Sandler, who plays Billy Madison. I like Billy's growth, his character growth. Yes. You can tell right away, near enough, that he does want to be a better human being. He could see that they're doing stuff that's really holding them back from their potential. Uh, but he doesn't do much about it initially. He's Wait, just holding content. back who from his... Holding back himself from yeah. his potential? Okay, yeah, but he sorry. hangs out with his, his two buddies all the time, who's... Um, Norm MacDonald. And the late great Norm MacDonald. I think it is. I'm not quite, quite it, it, sure. They're Frank and is. Jack, and they're a waste of time. Yeah, I'm really not sure what that guy's name is, but... Um, I think it's... I trust it, you. It's Frank and Jack. I'm not allowed to um, research, so. so... Yeah. Um. So, I liked his growth. I liked that he is a different person at the start of the movie than he is at the end of the movie. And I think it was for the better. Um, the juvenile jokes, like you said, the poop jokes, are mm -hmm. not my faves. I, I really, I, if I'm being entirely honest, I hate juvenile jokes. I find it really stupid. And I expect more from people who are not three to do better. Because, you know who makes poop jokes? Five-year-old boys. But that's the You know who point. shouldn't be doing it? 28-year-old boys. How old is he supposed to be? I don't know. Sorry, that wasn't English. How old is he supposed to be? I think he's supposed to be like 25, maybe? I think they do say, and I cannot recall. It doesn't matter. Um, that being said, if 
you research his age. I swear to God, Chelsea. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. I saw you pull your phone out. I swear <laughs> to God. Um, I, however, that being said, the whole premise of him going back and doing all of his 12 years of schooling, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that's gonna be interesting. I was like, why is he giving himself so much time for each of the grades? Because all I could think is, you know, two weeks for each grade. You don't need two weeks in grade one and two and shit. Like, you know that shit. Yeah, that should be a shorter that, that span. Sh- that should be, like, five days in five days. And then you have a lot more time for the more difficult grades. Don't be mad. He's 27 years old. I hate you. <laughs> He's 27 years old. Anyway. So, I, I'm standing firm on what I said. 28-year-olds shouldn't be making poop jokes. And yet um, here we are. Uh, anyway... I love, when he's in third grade, this is where he really starts changing, because he is in a class with, um, uh, Bridget Wilson, who he clearly likes. She's, like, the only non-elderly- Nobody knows who that is. Just say the name from the movie. She's oh, I Veronica- know her. Miss Veronica Vaughn. Who, where do you know her from? I've seen her in stuff. I don't know what I've seen her in, but I knew her before. All right, I am taking a look. Oh, then. look, you're researching. Like, Bridget, I told you not to. Bridget Wilson, a- Former actress, American actress, let's see. She was Miss Teen USA in 1990. God, that might be <gasps> I do know her from something Do else. you know her? The wedding planner. I told you you knew she, her. She is the one She's marrying the one Matthew marry. McConaughey. I said I knew her. Uh, she anyway. was also in Last Action Hero as well. With, point uh, being. With, point with being. my man, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, God. I do like my, me some Talk Arnie. about giving me a full-size Tuma. I like Arnie. Anyway, um, in third grade, he meets uh, Veronica Vaughn, who's supposed to be, like, the teacher. She's the only person who's not, like, 90 at this school as well. <laughs> um, or loopy. Uh, yeah. The kindergarten teacher is, like... And the, the principal has some questionable stuff going on. Oh, yeah. He plays a big role. Spoiler, yeah, later. Well, I wouldn't say a big role. A medium-sized role. He does. He, 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 he throws a wrench in the, in the gears, Plans? that's for sure. Um, anyway, she, uh, is the only person that he's even remotely attracted to, and he really wants her to go on a date with him, and she's like, Are you I just don't... explaining the movie? Hold on, I'm leading into something. Okay. Um, but she teaches the third grade, so he, like, he befriends this little boy named Ernie. He is the best part of the whole movie. I love him so, so much. He's played by Jared Cook. I don't even know if he acts anymore. I don't care. He's just so cute in this. Um, and, uh... He turns around, he befriends him, and Adam Sandler is like, here, I've got her number, call her up. And so he calls, and he's like, hey, Miss Vaughn, do you have a boyfriend? It's the cutest little thing. Like, he's clearly fishing for information, and she can tell, because she's not stupid, um, what's up. And, uh, point being, this Ernie kid later on, they go on, like, a class trip, and he accidentally pees himself, so then... Uh, Billy Madison, Adam Sandler's character, like, throws water on himself and is like, oh, yeah, peeing your pants is cool. I thought that was so sweet. Yeah, it is. And how he made, you made him feel better and everything. And I think that's kind of, like, the turning point in their relationship between Veronica Vaughn and him. But I am suspicious of how quickly she warmed up to him. So much so that I was convinced she was going to screw him over and was really yes. working with I the other guy. I was going to say that as well. That is one of the flaws in this movie that makes it harder I thought to she was working against him secretly. Like, I really, yeah. I was suspecting more devious ways to Veronica Vaughn, but she's not devious. She just genuinely warms up to him, which I don't understand. Um, but I genuinely think that little third grader Ernie 
was a better friend to him than Frank and Jack, who oh, yeah. was Norm MacDonald. Who didn't even and notice Mark that Feltzman. he wasn't there initially. Yeah. They're like, oh, um, where'd he go? Oh, he's at school. Huh, yeah, right. And then they go back into their, like, boozed out coma. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, the movie for me, I, I hate the juvenile jokes. I live for the third grader, and I do like his growth. But the movie itself it is definitely not my favorite Adam Sandler movie. And I do think that with it being his early stuff, you know, he's just kind of getting the feel for what he wanted to do in movies. And, like, you can tell that there's clear growth between him writing Billy Madison and then him doing stuff like The Wedding Singer, Fifty First Dates. Like, he grew. Yeah. And it shows. And it's better. Meanwhile, now he's doing stuff like Uncut Gems. As a dramatic a, actor, yeah. you're like, hot damn, look it's at Sandler. The only one. It's not the only one he's done. But he's doing, yeah. like, he's growing. My point is, Adam Sandler is refining himself to this day. He, he, he was playing actor. Timothy Chalamet in a basketball game a little while ago, and I was like, damn, Chalamet's sweating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now that we've departed fully from the movie. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Uh, I love I love Billy Madison. I think it is a really love. I think is too strong of a word. I really word. like Billy Madison. There we go. I really like it. It it's nice. It's fun. It has it's just gentle enough and palatable enough. Him being sweet to a third grader is the reason I'm staying yeah. in this movie. Yeah, I love the academic decathlon idea that he goes against this like snooty ass. Guy who's trying yeah. to steal his business. Yeah, who's doing everything in his power to really he fuck kills, things up He for killed Billy. a woman, or he nearly killed a woman, when he throws the thing and, it, and she's in the hospital, because he oh. whacks her. Oh, yes. Well, anyway, the chemistry... And the principal disappears. The chemistry is very questionable between him and Bridget, whatever her face is. Bridget Wilson, um, who you know. The third grade teacher, Veronica Vaughn. That's yeah. how I know her. Um, she goes from hating Billy to liking him so suddenly. It's it's really, and I honestly think it is is like, owed entirely acts, to that what you. It's mentioned. entirely because he helps the kid when he pees himself. That she's yeah. like, I thought that was really sweet, and she's like kissing him. I'm like, what yeah. the hell is happening? Yeah, it really, really switches. Like her gears. turn on is clearly kindness to children. Yeah, because she's ready to jump him. <laughs> That's her love language. Yeah. Um, which but, is but, probably why he wants to be a teacher at the end of the movie. But I want to teach kids. Show me, and my lady can get it on. <laughs> so <laughs> it's I, weird. I totally believe that in that the teacher is helping him study for the decathlon as well. And I, I love the undressing sequence where where he gets the date right, like, so she takes off her cardigan. And, yeah, and then then he gets the next then historical date the right. Suspenders. And then she asks about the Spanish Armada, and he's like 1984, 1986, and he's just like going through the, the no, dates. No, no, he's doing he's like 1466. Like they're they're dates. She's that it could getting be. dressed again, and as she starts getting dressed, he starts guessing closer. Yeah. 1981. Yeah. 99. Yeah. He's just, he's shooting at all the dates just now. Just sexualizing studying. Yeah. 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 Which, which I think is funny because it has been used in other media. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, the, then ironically, a, I'm then going back to back. Dawson's Creek again. There's a callback joke as well. With, when uh, Chris Farley. Yeah, with Chris Farley, which I think is who funny. Is, who is kind of gross in it. I have absolutely sexualized studying. I can, I can think of more than one. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. I, I do love that Amsterdam just starts yelling dates at her, though, and is just like, yeah. no, Jesus, help me, like, 1590, I, I don't know. Like, he just starts yeah. yelling at them. But the best line in the movie, by far, is when he departs from the elementary school and ends up at the high school, and he's being bullied at the high school. And when that happens... There, he comes back because he has a free period at the end of the day. He comes back and he to, goes see, to see the third to graders. To see the elementary, yeah. He goes to see the elementary school, school kids that he was friends with. 
and he goes up to him and he goes, how's high school? It's great. Like he lies about it and says, it's so fantastic. And he goes, I can't wait to go to high school. And he just clutches this kid's face and he says, stay here as long <laughs> as you can. Cherish it. Cherish it. And he's just shaking this poor kid's face. <laughs> but remember. it's because he's going through his own personal hell with high school. <laughs> I they put love... like horse shit in his locker? Oh, I don't remember. Like they, they really, they, they're assholes. Anyway. All of this proceeds, like, you, you. funny enough, you mentioned, like, some better, you said the better films that you did. I actually have the argument that some of the earlier Sandler films, including some of the ones that you really like, um, they precede some of the complacency of his later films, where he can you kind of rest like, on his laurels. Do you mean, like, when he did, like, Jack and Jill and Blended? Compared to... Yeah, and Grown Ups. Those yeah. kind of films. Like, he's just like, look, you're going to watch this because I'm in it and you like my sense of humor, but it's, it's not the best. I'm going to put my buddies in it. It's not the best of writing, in my opinion. Like, it's okay. It's okay. But I it, think he, like, hit his stride in, like, 2000s. Like, that was when he was shooting out really good shit. And because he was shooting out good shit, he can, like, <laughs> put whatever the hell he wants out now. And this, But I think this is an earlier noble effort, and I, I, you can feel the effort in this movie more than you can in some of the other ones. Like, he's definitely putting more yeah, m more into it. But it still has some of the beginnings of the markings of a Sandler movie. Yeah. Like, for example... Like, odd jokes and little weird songs. Yeah, yelling Why for no Why do I no sound like Jimmy reason. Stewart now? Like, I was trying to sound like Sandler, and that yelling, really went sideways. Yelling out of nowhere, fart jokes poop jokes, anything of that nature. It's it's sprinkled throughout, but it's not necessarily the focus as it is with some movies. One um one of his like great oh, recurring actors in one of his movies why can I not think of his name? He's a firefighter, a volunteer firefighter in New York. He's in Boardwalk Empire. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi, thank you. Steve Buscemi, who's turned out to be quite a fine actor. I have a, a question. Are you saying he's a volunteer firefighter in New York because of this Pete Davidson movie? No, he really was a volunteer firefighter in oh, New York. Oh, you mean He's a hero. Time. During 9-11, he, yeah. he was... Yeah. Steve Buscemi did that, for real. Um, anyway, Steve Buscemi... Although you were saying now, I was like, no. Steve Buscemi has been in many, many Adam Sandler movies, and he always plays kind of a crazy character in the same sort of way that... Yeah, um, he's always nuts. Um, Rob Schneider is in it. It's, it's the same sort of, like, insertion. Yeah. But I, I, no offense to Steve Buscemi, I love, love when Rob Schneider is in a Sandler movie because he goes all out. Don't you love Steve Buscemi in Billy, in Billy Madison? Madison that he's like a shooter. He yeah, he's clearly it's someone about, who would have been it's a school about shooter. The bullying, right? Yeah. He's clearly psychotic. And he turns around and calls him up and apologizes. So he's off of the he list. He goes over to the list of people he wants to kill, and he scratches, scratches off in red, and then colors his own lips in red. Yeah, and then lays back and contemplates. <laughs> And it, he just kind of mellows out. He's like, that's a good guy. He apologized for being a dick. I'm not necessarily sure whether or not that is a good portrayal of, of how bullying works, but I, I don't think all victims then do that. But there are some victims that do. Yeah, which is why you have stuff like school shootings, where yes. the bullying comes to a certain point that they take yeah. action. So it, it dealt with a more serious subject. It's usually there. tragic consequences. Anyway, from the way you're talking about this, I think you do like Billy Madison more than I you're said, letting I said I don't mind Billy Madison. So you don't I mind wouldn't it. watch it again. You wouldn't watch it again? No. You wouldn't watch it again? No. Give it a little bit of time, you wouldn't watch it again. Oh, I'm sorry. In 20 years, when my kid says, hey mom, you want to watch Billy Madison? Cherish it! <laughs> Just grab your face. <laughs> Cherish it! Get off. <laughs> It's like, stay here as long as you can. Yeah. Cherish it. 
And I love that as he goes through school as well, there's like the hillbilly family. They all have rat tails. They're all the And they're o always the bullies. O'Toole's, I think they are. And they're always the or bullies. Or something like that. It yeah. sounds Scottish or Irish because they all have red hair. O'Rourke, O'Toole, something like that. Yeah. Um, and but he goes, rules, I love O'Toole rules. It, it and they're always bullies. Yeah. They're always bullies. Doesn't Every time he he's in a grade. The little the w little one who's in, like, kindergarten or grade one, he's a bully. Somebody's. The one who's in, like, third grade's a bully. The one who's in eighth grade's a bully. The one who's in high school's a bully. And they all go off a cliff. Yeah, because they go on a banana. Yeah. <laughs> like like it's Mario Kart. They slip on a banana Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. I, it, it's, it's funny. Are you saying it's karma? Like you bully oh, yeah. and you go over a cliff. Yeah, that's that's yeah, exactly. Bullying is not to be uh, uh rewarded oh, There's with another life. great scene in Billy Madison. Oh great. You know what I'm I'm going back through it and the more I think about it, the more there's like great there's so many great scenes that the movie itself is great. Even if you there are things that you don't you like. Know who I love? Mr. Heckles do. getting the business. He deserves the business. No, I love I love um I love that you call him Mr. Heckles. His name is Carl in the movie. <laughs> no, no, the, the, when he's like learning French and the guy's like speaking French to him rapid fire and he goes, you're going to have to repeat that again a little bit slower. And he does it exactly the same at the exact same speed when he's studying for this academic decathlon and he goes, oh, okay. Like, like he got <laughs> like it the second time, it second but it, time. there's no, no one could possibly have understood that. Anyway, so what I, what I'm getting around to here is for all of those going back to school, Enjoy it, and remember, be kind. Don't bully, and, uh... Stay here as long as and, you can! And cherish it! <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone.